Welcome, I am Bree. I'm a doctor of physical therapy, the founder of Femme Fusion Fitness, and the author of Lady Bits, Understand Your Body, Elevate Your Health, and Reclaim Your Spark Naturally. My mission is to build community and awareness around women's wellness and pelvic health. I invite you to listen, laugh, learn about, and love all of the bits that make you whole. Let's go to the show. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited you're here. And here's something that I always forget to do, and that is to welcome any new listeners. Whether you are new to my show or you've been listening for a long time, I want to say thank you for being here. Um, my name's Dr. Bree, Dr. Brianne Grogan. I'm a doctor of physical therapy. So Dr. Bree, comma, PT, comma, DPT. But that's a lot in my mouth. And so let's just go with Dr. Bree. I am a physical therapist. I specialize in pelvic floor physical therapy and pelvic health. Specifically, I work mostly with women, although I also do not, <laughs> I don't have limits. I work with actually women and men with pelvic health issues, and I help, I help them live a vibrant life, even with pelvic health issues. I believe fully that you can get better and that I can help. So with that being said, let's go ahead and move to today's topic, which is all about the power of solocations, <laughs> my experience with solocations, what I've learned from my own solocations. And if you're like, what the heck is a solocation? What I mean is a vacation by myself. And also what to do if you're like, Brie, I can't even go to the bathroom by myself. Why are you talking about a solocation? You're ridiculous. I kind of hate you right now. And if you're feeling that way, I get it. I get it. Hold tight. I'm going to talk to you too, <laughs> okay? So let's go ahead and talk about, let's talk about soul locations and why I think it's really important to realize and accept and be okay with it if you find that you're a person who needs some space in your life. If you're a person who can't be on all the time, if you can't go, 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 or maybe you've always been that person and you're starting to think, oh dear, oh dear, <laughs> maybe this isn't good. So I I'm going to just speak from myself and my own perspective. And I'm going to tell you again what, why I do a lot of things alone. And then I want to speak to anyone who feels like maybe they can't do that or they don't have time. But I want to start with just addressing the topic of self-care and why self-care whether it's through a solo location, which I'll talk about, or even literally just taking 10 minutes to lock yourself in the closet or five minutes to lock yourself in the closet and be alone. <laughs> Make sure your children are safe if you have children, <laughs> but you know what I mean. To do something, whether it's literally five minutes or literally like my friend uh, who recently said, I can't believe you just went on a solo vacation by yourself to Portugal, Brie, but I know how important it is because I just took an hour-long kayak ride by myself and it was the best hour I have ever spent. I can't believe I hadn't done that before. That's what she said to me. And I was like, yes, it doesn't have to be a week in Portugal. It can be an hour in the kayak by yourself or again, five minutes in the closet. The point is, back to why we're even talking about this, because this time alone is actually a form of self-care. And I was listening to a podcast by Glennon Doyle recently. If you don't know Glennon Doyle, 
Well, you probably do because she's pretty amazing. But she has a podcast and she was talking about self-care and she was talking about the fact that it's kind of silly in a way that we tend to look outside of ourselves. Like when we think of self-care as something that's outside of us, like a manicure or a bubble bath or, you know, I don't know, something like that. (laughs) A trip to the spa. Like there is nothing wrong with any of those things at all, at all, at all, at all. But the whole idea, it's a little bit ironic because the whole idea of self-care is it's yourself. It's coming inward to yourself. It's caring for yourself. You don't need a manicurist or a massage therapist. Again, nothing wrong with manicures, nothing wrong with massages. I love them. They, they are definitely forms of self-care. But I truly think that the ultimate form of self-care is spending time with yourself. And so that's the first thing I want to say. And, and I want to say that it is a billion percent not selfish. Now, I've been told, and it, it's hurt, I've been told that the things that I do are selfish to go on trips, to leave my son with my husband for periods of time, to do things that fill my cup. I've been told that it's selfish, but I choose to not believe that and to not take it into my heart, even though my heart is very tender, but I've chosen to tell myself a new story. And it's one that has been, you know, backed up by friends and by mentors and by people who are living a life that I want to live. I don't want to live a constricted life. And sometimes I feel that those words that say you're selfish for taking this time are coming from a place of constriction. I do not choose to live that life. I choose to live a life of expansion. And I know that when I do some of these things that for me are self-care, they are things that help me get to know myself. They are things that give me space. I personally am somebody who needs space. I need space to hear my own thoughts. I need space to organize my life. I need space to know what I want, to know what I need, to know the next steps, to, to, to know who I am, right? And when I do this, this helps me in my mind, my mental health, my emotional health. It also helps my physical health because the mind and the body are intimately connected. You cannot separate them. And my pelvic health, because this podcast is all about pelvic health, so <laughs> I'm laughing right now. I just snorted. Back to anyone who's new to this podcast, you might be like, what the hell? I thought this was a podcast about pelvic health. Well, if you're still listening, it is. I mean, it's all pelvic health because it's all connected. You can't separate it. The pelvic health is part of your pelvic health is part of your body, which is intimately connected with your mind. So back to this whole thing about self-care and being a person who needs space and time, I need it for my mental health, my pelvic health, my physical health. I need it for all the levels of health in my life, my spiritual health, my soul health. I also need it from a very, very, like on a, and that's, that's where I, I'm going to get into in just a moment about this like idea of, of a vacation, like actually taking a vacation and what I've learned from that. But even just on a day-to-day basis, and I, I, I recently was talking with a, a friend and a client, a woman who's in my Fem Squad community, which is part of my Lyft program. And she's become a real good friend over the years, actually. We've really gotten to know each other. And she was talking about how she was driving home from something the other day. And she realized I think she'd gone to a coffee shop and she'd alone 
And she'd realized how much she needs that time in her life right now. She's going through a busy season of life. Her children are grown, uh, just going to college. She's opening a new business. There's a lot of work going into that. She's got a lot of stress and she's got a lot of pelvic floor issues. And these pelvic floor issues flare up when she's under stress. And so she realized the importance of taking this time alone to herself, just an, uh, an hour in a coffee shop. And she never takes the time to do that because she said, ever since I've been an adult, my life has been dedicated to my children. My kids have been in the bathroom with me when I'm going to the bathroom or taking a shower. My, my kids are my life. They're everything. My family is my life. They're my everything. And so I've always dedicated everything to them. And I've never given anything to myself. And my body is suffering. My body is feeling it. And I'm realizing I can't keep going that way. I mean, that's just one example right there. Another woman in my Fem Squad community is a young mother. Her kids are not grown. She's not looking back and reflecting back on all of the years and all how it's built up over the years of not taking care of herself, you know, and how it's now really manifesting in physical issues. This particular woman that I'm going to share about now, she's a young mother and she has a baby, you know, and little kids and she was saying how she's having a hard time going to the bathroom, going number two, you know? And we were talking about the power and importance of establishing routines and establishing boundaries, limits, I guess, if you will, of what she's available for as far as alone time. Mommy needs alone time and a little bit of space to go poop. Honestly, it is not that much to ask or to go pee without having to push and strain to get it all out fast. Because you know, when you push and strain to get out your poop because the kids are in the bathroom with you or you push and strain to get out your pee because your kids are knocking on the door or because you're at work and you feel like you need to get back to the your patients or your clients or your students or whatever, you're damaging yourself. And when you damage yourself and when you're damaging your body and when you're stressing yourself out and you're stressing your pelvic floor and you're stressing your, your physiological system on every level, you're not, you're going to have issues down the road. You're going to pay for it down the road. And so literally on a day-to-day basis, self-care, this coming inward and taking time to yourself, again, self-care doesn't have to be outside of yourself. It's really yourself. Pooping can be a form of self-care, allowing yourself time and space and setting some boundaries around when you're available for your family. Maybe the kids need to watch their TV show at that time of day so that you can have space to do what you need to do to have an easy bowel movement, right? Maybe you need to make that priority or maybe you need to get up earlier so that you have time and space to relax to allow for a routine that will allow you to have a successful bowel movement. That's literally self-care. It's yourself. It's tending to yourself. It's not a manicure. Again, no problem against manicures. I am so sorry. I am so sorry to all the manicurists out there. I have no nothing against you. I just keep using this as an example. So anyway, my point is, I'm going <laughs> to come back to this whole vacation thing. I, I am like... I am like water. My thoughts go in many, many different places, but ultimately, you know, I usually somewhat tie them back to the same 
river, the same water source. So this water has flown in many directions right now, but let's go ahead and harness it back to the hose. Turn on that hose and and, and spray that hose toward the, top, the topic of vacations and taking a soul location. So, so far we've talked about the fact that, you know, self-care is not selfish. It ultimately helps prevent stress from building up in your body, burnout from building up in your body. It allows you to ultimately serve your family better when you take even just five minutes to close yourself in the closet and do some deep breathing or five minutes to establish a morning routine of quiet and relaxation so you can have a successful bowel movement or maybe a quick trip to the coffee shop by yourself so that you can breathe and and just give yourself some space. Or maybe it's one hour kayaking by yourself on the river where you can go as slow as you want and you don't have to worry about keeping up with anyone or making sure the kids are safe or whatever. That's all self-care, but so is a solo vacation. So if you happen to have the opportunity to take yourself for a trip, whether it is, you know, literally to the next town, or maybe it's even within your town, or maybe it's to a different state or a different country, maybe it's for one night, maybe it's for a week, maybe it's for a month. Oh my God. Guess what? I've done it all. I've done it all. And I tell you that not to brag. Well, actually half of you are going to be like, oh my gosh, you're so lucky. And half of you are going to be like, I can't believe you did that to your family. You you might be judging me. And if you're judging me, that's okay. I totally honor that. I totally get it. I, I do. I do. But let's just go ahead and go there. Let's talk about it. I've, I've taken trips from overnight to a month and I need them. And I come back a better person. I come back a more fulfilled, a more whole person who knows what she wants and who can serve and care for her family better. And that might mean taking, it might mean many different things. But ultimately, you know, we are the, we are our own best friends. We must take care of ourselves first. And for me, like I've said previously, like I need space to hear my own thoughts, to organize my life, to know what I want and need. This helps me move forward in my business, which ultimately serves a lot of people. I mean, I don't even know where I'm at right now on YouTube. I think I have I 200,000 subscribers. I'm so blessed. Um, over like almost 20 million views on my YouTube channel. My gosh, the only way I can keep up with that level of service is by taking time for myself to get my thoughts organized, to learn new tools. Because a lot of my long vacations are not just like frittering away and having fun. They're training for training purposes. One was a three-week trip that I took to Spain to do my part of my yoga teacher training. And that's helped me immensely on a personal level and then helping others. I took a four-week vacation to Thailand to also deepen my yogic practice, which has ultimately helped me personally uh, on a soul level, on a spiritual level, and definitely as far as my teaching and, and all of the holistic perspective that I bring into my teaching. So it's helped others too. Um, I took a, a week-long trip to gather my thoughts as I was finishing up my book. That was six years ago now, my book called Lady Bits, which, um, yeah, I, I, gosh, it might've been seven years ago that I took that trip, but I did. I took that trip by myself so that I could pen my thoughts in, in quiet and have space. And ultimately that book has been read by many people and hopefully it's helped them, you know, 
It's not selfish. And I'm not saying that every soul location has to be productive, but I am saying that that can be a part of your soul location if you choose to take me up on this idea, is it can be a personal development trip, which ultimately, you know, this personal development can spill over and create a beautiful ripple effect, helping your family, helping your friends, helping your business. If you're in, in some kind of helping profession or you have a business like this, can be so therapeutic, not just for you, but for other people as well. So that's that's part of it. And then again, even if you're simply just taking yourself away for a completely um, frivolous, I say in air quotes, because I don't really mean that, it's, it's not frivolous, but a, just a relaxing vacation where you're literally just going to maybe lay on the beach or lay on the bed in your hotel room, right? That's great too because you're just spending time being with yourself. You're just spending time getting to know yourself, getting to deepen that connection with yourself because that also is going to help your health, your mental health, your physical health. It's going to help you get to tune in and know your body better. It's going to help you on so many levels, which again will then be a beautiful ripple effect that will help not only you, but also your family, your friends, potentially even your business if that is you know something that's part of your life. So let's go ahead and wrap this up. Um, Speaking of families, my family literally just came home, so I'm going to wrap this up so I can say hi to them. What I want to wrap this up with is a few things that I've learned from a soul location. And by this, I'm going to talk about like literally a trip. (laughs) If you're scared of traveling alone, then let me give you some tips. And also, if you're, again, if you're starting to tune out now, like if you're mentally checked out because you're like, yeah, I'm not going to go on a trip. I don't have the money. I don't have the time. My family would never you know, be okay with that, whatever you're thinking. Okay. Let's actually start with something else then. Let's, let's start with something else. Cause I want to keep you if you're still here. What I want to start with is even if you just take 30 minutes to go to your local coffee shop and spend some time alone, my, 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 my main tip for you is to completely eliminate any form of guilt that creeps into your brain. If you start feeling guilt or if you start feeling like you should be doing something else, you should be, you know, back at home, you should be doing this, you should be doing that, I want you to say, noted, thank you. That's your phrase, noted, thank you. It's kind of like if someone were to send you an email that you like kind of don't agree with and you're like, whatever, like, okay, I guess you can tell me that, but I don't really agree with it. You could write an email response that's that's friendly. It's not confrontational, but you're like, okay, noted. Thank you. Moving on. You don't let it bother you. You don't let it impact your day. So that's what I want you to do. If your solo location is 30 minutes at the coffee shop or five minutes in your closet, noted. Thank you. When those thoughts creep in to your brain and then just... I don't know. I mean, do whatever you want to do. Read a nice book. um, Do some deep breathing. Just let your mind wander. Think of something fabulous. um, Dream of a fabulous romantic experience. I don't know. Do whatever you want to do. But this time is for you. It's not a time for planning the grocery list. I mean, unless you really want to. But the idea is it's a time for you. So enjoy it. Okay, now let me just share a couple quick tips if you are actually traveling by yourself and if that sounds terrifying and you're like, oh my gosh, I could never do that. Well, you can. I'm going to tell you that I have the worst sense of direction, but I am able to get around and travel by myself and I'll tell you why. It's because time kind of slows down when you're by yourself and you have so much more awareness 
and wherewithal about your surroundings when you're not managing uh, a partner like your husband or your your friend or your boyfriend or whatever like you're not managing a partner you're not first of all you're not letting your part because I'm gonna just be honest here when I travel with my husband for example I just let him lead the way I, I, ju- I just it just is true like I'm not a natural navigator I am somebody who likes to just sort of follow along I don't really know where we're going I'll let you figure it out and lead the way but when you don't have that to rely on, you are so much more capable than you think. So the first thing is if you don't have a partner to rely on and also if you don't have like kids to wrangle or a pet to wrangle or worry about, you're just so much more present in the moment that time slows down and you can figure it out. Like I've figured out and navigated things that I never thought I could figure out. Like the Bangkok uh, or the airport in Bangkok, Thailand, um, or just how to get a, 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 you know, to get from that airport, said airport in Bangkok to the hotel. And I didn't, I mean, I'd done some planning and that's another tip is, you know, definitely plan, plan ahead, do your due diligence there, but also trust yourself. Know that time will slow down know that you can you can slow down and know that if something happens like if you miss a connection heaven forbid or if you if you get lost or whatever you're going to be okay you're going to be okay you have resources you have tools you can ask somebody for help you can call somebody for help you can look up things online like you're going to be okay If you do have a poor sense of direction like I do, this is kind of silly, but take photos of landmarks so that you know how to get places easily. So just take photos that, and you'll know what to do and when to take the photos, but take photos of landmarks. So not just photos for fun's sake, but so that you can actually help yourself get around and remember where you've been and where you're, where, you know, how to get there. That's really been helpful for me. And, And you can delete them when you have the, you know, paths kind of figured out and you have this, the uh, situation figured out, you can delete the photos, but they're very, very helpful for getting around. Another thing that I want to share is just know that the first day, if this is a multiple day adventure that you're doing, like if you're spending three or four days or a week in a, in a certain location, if you're like me, the first day is going to feel kind of scary, kind of lonely, kind of discombobulated, but just know that you're going to soon settle into a rhythm. You're going to soon be okay. You're going to soon realize that you're safe. You're going to soon realize that you, you know, you're not probably going to do anything too crazy. Like I don't go out when it's dark. I actually just kind of go out during the day. I am aware of my surroundings. I keep myself safe. And then I come home to my, my place where I'm staying at night and I just do my own quiet thing in my room. Like I don't need these vacations to be action packed. In fact, it's better when they're not. And so I just, Keep it simple. That's another tip is to keep it simple. And I know that that first day might feel discombobulated and weird. And I might be like, I don't know why I'm doing this. I don't like this. But as you get more settled into a routine and a rhythm, you're going to really feel comfortable. You're going to feel so much better. And you're going to be able to ease and soften into the situation and get so much more out of it. So don't give up is I guess what I'm saying. Don't like go home early if you're like, oh my gosh, this is awful. This is the worst. No need to go home early. You've got this. You're going to be okay. Just settle in and take it for what, take it for the experience that it is. It's a growing experience. 
And maybe you won't like it in the end. Maybe after seven days, you'll be like, Brie, that was the worst advice ever. But hey, you learned something from that too. Life is all about learning experiences. So I say try it. If you have the opportunity to take a vacation, try it. If you are still listening and you are and you're and you're thinking, no, I'm more along the lines of just going to the coffee shop, do it. I know a woman who is a dear friend of mine, and she compliments me often on the fact that I do this for myself. She says she's she's older than I am, and she says, I only wish that I had taken more time for myself when I was younger, when I was a young mom. I only wish that I'd taken some time to deepen my connection with myself. It would have made me a better mom. It would have made me a better partner. It would have made me a happier person, honestly. And so I just gift you this this thought now. You may or may not agree with me, but just have an open mind about it. And I hope it's given you some ideas Um, for your own little bits of self-care. And just remember that self-care is not selfish. In fact, it will help you live a vibrant life. And by the way, you can live a vibrant life even with pelvic health issues. You can totally do it. I so believe in you and I can help. So check the show notes. If you've found this information to be helpful and valuable, there's links and resources for ways we can work together more closely. And uh, until next time, remember to eat clean, Move every day and you will shine brighter. I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening. And if this podcast was helpful for you today, please share it with a friend. Tell them you know, what you learned and how it's going to be helpful and amazing for them to talk about this stuff. Don't forget to subscribe and also check the show notes for all the links you need, including how to follow me on Instagram and YouTube. And until next time, remember, you don't have to be an expert, but every woman should know a bit. We'll see you next time.